What's up, everybody? It is Kev Kellum here with Sports Kid Wrestling. Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska, if you ask you. So much to get into. WWE Hell in a Cell is tonight. We have some late breaking news about a major name in the company possibly being injured and could affect tonight's live pay-per-view main event inside the cell in Chicago. We'll talk about that. We'll get into In Your House and so much more. Share the link or you stink. Yes, we are the top story boys, so we still put the top story graphic up there, and someone will likely complain about that. Uh, but that's where we are. Uh, what's up, everybody? It is a Sunday afternoon, hours before WWE Hell in a Cell from a sold out, I can, can tell you this, confirmed, legit sold out All State Arena in Chicago. Uh, we're going to get into it, but we have a hell and a cell to talk about. That's us in our graphic from, from uh, for later. That'll be, that'll be a tease for later. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <coughs> we're going to be burning in, in, in hellfire and flame. Uh, so much to get into. Uh, did you watch NXT in your house? Is that the way you're kind of preparing for what's going on with everything? I love all the diehards who are with us. If you're just getting this news here about an injured WWE star, we'll get into that in just a second. But we want your takes on WWE NXT in your house. I thought this was a strong show. I mm -hmm. thought this was a good outing for 2.0, and they needed it. But we'll talk about it. Let's get into this news. This is from last night's WWE Saturday night's main event, live event, untelevised, from Champaign, Illinois, home of the Illini. And an interesting thing here. Show pretty well attended, but uh, they've been doing this on house show loops for quite some time. Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins have been wrestling each other since Cody returned to WWE at WrestleMania, and they're going to have their third pay-per-view main event tonight on the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view inside Hell in a Cell. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, because last night at the show in Champagne, they announced right before the main event that Cody Rhodes hmm. cannot wrestle due to injury. He is injured. They did not disclose what that was. Oh. Drew McIntyre replaces him on that show. Drew McIntyre is uh, expected to be on the pay-per-view in some form tonight. And so then... We get the match, and there's some shenanigans, and Cody Rhodes does a run-in and chases Seth Rollins out of the arena. So you still got, if you were in Champaign and you were fans down there in Central Illinois, you got yourself some Cody Rhodes, right? Yeah. Uh, now, is this going to keep him from going full force <clears throat> on tonight's pay-per-view? What do you think? I don't know. Um, it's very interesting. I think it's probably a storyline. Maybe they had, maybe Seth attacked him prior to, to the show. Maybe they're, mm -hmm. you know, you know, hey. Remember who's running house shows now, live shows now? Who's doing some of that stuff? Jeff Jarrett. Now look what he's doing. He's all of a sudden interjecting some, some story into live shows that you would not see normally. So I think this is just uh, Jeff interjecting some some additional things to add to the flavor for tonight. Mm -hmm. And uh, Hey, that was why we praised the hire, because we knew that he would uh, kind of add some spice to that and... Uh, and this is probably the first uh, the first proof of the of those dividends right there. Uh, or is this just WWE saying to one of the main event guys like, hey, you've been hitting it pretty hard. We don't want to risk anything. You have hell in a cell. It's a pay-per-view. Yeah. Let's make sure let's yeah. make sure one of you guys is 100 percent for tomorrow. You're main eventing tonight. So yeah. uh, it has to be because it's the only hell in a cell match. There's no world title match on the line. So outside of the triple threat for the women. So I, I'm a, I'm going to assume that either the women or Cody mm -hmm. uh, and Seth main event tonight. And I, I can, since it's a hell in a cell pay-per-view, it's got to go on last. You got to think the cell is last. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting. Obviously, we know about the rumor mill. If you look up the trends right now on Google and you kind of see what is kind of tethered together, it's hashtag WWE Hell in a Cell. It's a little bit of NXT in your house. We'll talk about that. That is our NXT review show right now, just a few hours before Hell in a Cell. But the other name is Bray Wyatt. Uh, Bray Wyatt putting out some cryptic tweets, talking about a return, if and when he returns, all these different things. People trying to connect all the different dots and guerrilla marketing. Is it just his WWE return? He got released by WWE last summer. Is this him coming back to the Hell in a Cell where he had the big controversial match in 2019 with Seth Rollins? Is this what that is? We don't know. And there's a lot of people who just want rumors to become reality. But right now, they're just rumors. And they're nothing more. There is no indication from people that I've talked to in Chicago who would know. Uh, and if they would, I don't think they'd tell me right now. Um, <laughs> right. So I can tell you from talking to people that are <clears throat> close to the arena and the, and the building there, it is legit sellout. Looks like it's going to be a well-attended show. You're going to um, be there? Uh, I'm going to be there. Resale for <clears throat> tickets is pretty high right now, too. I would say even your cheapest tickets are going for twice the face value. Those could come down in the next few hours. But, I mean, even last night, yeah, people reselling tickets are a pretty high margin. Uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. You know, when you have that with a WWE show, a pay-per-view show, it's pretty interesting to see what's happening. Are we getting a Bray Wyatt return? This is not us reporting it as a story. This is us just simply talking about what fans are talking about. I don't know, but if well, there is ever remember, a place, remember, if there was ever a place for him to return, Jeremy, tonight would certainly be a way to do it. Yeah, and uh, that would erase kind of the stink that was on Rollins and Wyatt from that Hell in a Cell a couple of years back. And mm -hmm. you know, the thing that's really uh, <clears throat> the the thing that is really stoking the fire is the fact that 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 Wyatt he changed his name his name not the at uh, name but his name display name on Twitter to Wyatt Six. <clears throat> it's always been Wyndham or something like that. It's never been anything in reference to his WWE character. Bray Wyatt is a WWE property. It's a mm -hmm. WWE trademarked name. So why is he changing his name to Wyatt all of a sudden on Twitter? That's what a and lot of people... And why the 6th? Tomorrow's June 6th. Is yeah. he showing up on Raw? Is it, you know, it's like all these different things that people are kind of like grabbing any point from this that they can because he's such a cryptic guy. Uh, once again, breaking news, Cody Rhodes removed from a live event Saturday night in Champaign, Illinois, pay-per-view tonight in Chicago. Uh, he did appear on the show and physically chase Seth Rollins out of the show. Uh, we don't get an indication of what this injury is. Will this injury prevent him from being in the Hell in a Cell? Is a legitimate industry, industry, uh, injury uh, we're not sure. I have to slow down when I talk. Uh, so here's the thing. We have people asking, is this going to keep Cody off of the show in the chat? We don't know right now. Uh, I honestly don't know that. I think if he was going to be off the show, we would know by now. Yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, um, I, I mean, he's going to be on the show. We'll limit what he can do. We are we not going to get this? Are we not going to get a banger main event between Cody and Seth, which they've built up to really well? I would say on Raw, I know a lot of people are down on Raw. The stuff with Cody and Seth on Raw the past few weeks has been some of the best WWE television since WrestleMania. There is absolutely no uh, reputable sources reporting Cody's going to be out tonight. So, mm -hmm. I mean, we would have it would have spread like wildfire if he was not going to appear. So, I think this is like I said, this is a Jeff Jarrett kind of. Mm -hmm. Uh, interjecting some interesting um, things into live events and it gets people talking. It's getting people talking about tonight's event. WWE just posted two hours ago on their Twitter account uh, at Rollins at Cody Rhodes inside Hell in a Cell tonight. Yeah. They kind of did a tale of the tape. Tonight's the one to watch. So I uh, and it. Hey, it's called it, it, this thing is this is the thing they called. It. It's the one to watch. And they got a sponsor Capital One. Uh, right here on the Twitter. So uh, it, it's uh, 
you know, if I, let me uh, let me just go ahead and share my screen real quick here. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Okay. But yeah, it is, uh, you know, right there it is. Uh, let All me right. Get- let me go fix this here. I see what I see what you're talking about. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, there I mean, so you, you got a sponsor, you got a sponsor tied to that as well. So it's pretty yeah, serious. This just dropped two hours ago, uh, as you see. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, if you go down here, eleven o'clock uh, Central Time this morning, so about about two hours ago. So yeah, if <laughs> you know, if Cody wasn't performing, I don't think uh, I, I really don't think we would uh, be uh, promoting this, and uh, the news would just be blowing up otherwise. Uh, we have an exclusive interview. Bill Apter and Brad Gilmore speaking with Ezekiel about his upcoming match tonight with Kevin Owens. That is up now on our YouTube page and our podcast feed. Go ahead and subscribe to Sports Key Wrestling on Apple, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. You get all the same shows or video shows. We also put the audio up there as well. So thank you to all the people putting us on the charts once again in Ireland and all those different places. And check out our Twitch channel as well, our brand new Twitch channel with Getting Over on Wednesday nights. We stream all of our shows over there, but we do a special video game show show with jeremy on uh, select wednesdays and keep an eye on that let's get into nxt in your house we're nearly 10 minutes into the show and we haven't been able to talk to it uh, <laughs> i just wrapped up this um before we went live so i oh, got to watch got, it you just got done watching it i just got done watching it and i got to see a big chunk of it last night i was moving the girlfriend into the place so she's very tolerant of wrestling but i was moving her into the place and i said we would finish the great hbo show hacks if you've not seen a great great show so we finished that last night but i got to see a big chunk of it hmm. and uh we were watching the show and she was like oh this is different from the other show she's complete novice of wrestling this is different from the other shows why is the audience so small it looks so different and i was like does that make yeah. you think it's less of a show and she goes no it's just different and yeah. i was like yeah that's absolutely right to someone who's just a a casual fan this show looks and feels different and it's still a wrestling show but so much of the show is different for the hardcore fans that WWE wants to tune into this type of show when they yeah. develop these stars and then you care about them when they go to Raw or SmackDown. Um, this is supposed to be a developmental brand. We're completely fresh to the, n- the new big time business. People can do something with themselves. And yeah. it has been a hard transition for NXT. I will say coming away from the show, it felt like a really, really fun show. This yeah. is a show that is outperformed <clears throat> all of the stink that has been on 2.0 that mm-hmm. people put on the show. The, the the creative, the producers, the talent stuck with the plan. And now you're starting to see some prosperity from it. There were some people that really came out on the show that are completely new names to WWE NXT. Braun Breaker is still feeling like a larger-than-life guy. Joe Gacy came off like a scheming heel. The Creed brothers came off like big breakout stars in the show. The crowd got behind Wendy Chu. All of these long-term things that they've been working on week to week with so many vignettes and so many backstage things, they mean something now when you get on these premium live events. And, I mean, we'll get into the individual matches and the whole meat of the show. Uh, but if you're watching, I want to know what you think. Get on screen. Get in the conversation. Jeremy, your overall takes on In Your House. I thought this was a very strong show. I wouldn't call it one of the best, but this is a strong show that NXT 2.0 needed. It's probably one of the best 2.0 shows that they've done. Yes. Uh, I would say that. Uh, it was, uh, I really, uh, I really can't find a bad match in this thing. I think the 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 worst the least favorite match of the night was probably the tag team championship match um the finish was your least favorite yeah the finish kind of felt no the women's i'm sorry the the women's women's okay i'm sorry the women's kind of fell flat i think uh i think carmelo and cameron grimes was the best match of the night uh they put on a a well-paced match and a great finish um i thought uh 
obviously the Creed brothers, Julius Creed doing whoo, Julius Creed doing a goddamn shooting star press, getting high up in the air. Uh, that was beautiful. The the internet was buzzing at that shooting star press. So overall, uh, the main event was good. It was a great match. It was uh, that was really well done too. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of worries about how Mandy Rose and Wendy Chu would work together. They worked together great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so we'll get into all the individual things. Um, and then there were a couple of a couple of dark matches that also happened in there. Uh, Valentina Feroz uh, took on Ariana Grace. And then Ikemen Jiro took on Dante Chin. Uh, those were not televised. And then we kicked things off with, oh, we just we just started jump right in the fire, baby. Battle of the Families, six-man tag, Tony D'Angelo stacks and two dimes. Taking on Legato del Fantasma and uh, man, this was uh, this was insane. It was a it was a it, w- it was an insane match. But this is one of those things where I just was so over the storyline. I thought it was so played. I'm out. not over. So it's many the best vignettes. thing they're doing right now. You you liked it a lot. I was kind of out of it. I thought it was just something that like kidnaps in the parking lot. You've done that so many times on NXT. Like there's just a lot of redundant things they did in it for me. Um, but I agree with you. It's an insane match. And I was surprised that they went with Tony D'Angelo when Legato del Fantasma is the more established thing in NXT. When I was doing the uh, the prediction show with Rick over on Believe, we uh, I said that it makes sense for the heel team to win. I predicted Legato because I figured the more experienced team would win. But when you listen to the crowd, the crowd is more behind Legato. So it does make sense that Tony and uh, Stacks and Two Dimes got the win here because <clears throat> they're kind of not as they're liked. There's a big following, and, and I'm a big fan of theirs as well. But they're, uh, they're, I think it was more, Let's we need to get this on more of the heel team here. And the crowd really is behind Legato, uh, probably because they've been around for quite a while now. Um Either way, I love the story where the loser had to join the other's family. It's going to be interesting to see where that goes from here. Um, you got to thought... shine my shoes. You, know, you got to go <laughs> pick up my dry cleaning. Hey. Uh, you know, there were some great moments in the match, like when Joaquin Wilde and uh, Del Toro, I can't remember his first name now, you know, uh, uh, Raul Mendoza, they did synchronizing dives to the outside, and then Santos did a, a su- tope suicida through on the other side of the ring that was a great moment i loved how uh <clears throat> the one one team snuffed out the others crowbar and brass knucks before the match but then they had a backup plan the where... issue with that i had is throughout the rest of the night there were so many it's the same problem i have with AEW too when you have all the supporting characters and they they just kind of have to have something in the match they have to have some physicality in the match and there's just so much of it that it just becomes kind of visually noisy you know what i'm saying mm, i don't know this okay. this match it made sense this wasn't my favorite match on the show it was a good match but there were so many other things on the match they got better this which they would have opened up with like say the tag team match. i would have ranked this probably i probably would have ranked it third or fourth uh okay. but it was it wasn't my least favorite but it was a good match i love the finish i love that they had a backup crowbar mm-hmm. uh that and then i love that uh that Electra Lopez had had some knocks and but they were both used by Tony's guys and well like Tony, like Stax got nailed with the crowbar but then 
then uh, Tony grabbed the knucks and laid out uh, Del Toro or whoever it was, and and then Stacks just happened, and then Tony and then Two Dimes like pushes Stacks on top of Mendoza to get the pin, and I thought it was a, a really clever finish. Uh, to be honest with you, I loved I loved the finish of this match for sure. Absolutely. Let us know what you thought of NXT in your house. Will this make you want to watch NXT more on television? Does this amplify your interest in what's going on with them? Do you only check them out when they're doing these specials? I know plenty of people that only watch now when they're doing a special and just kind of catch up on what's going on with it. People treat that with, uh, you know, the regular stuff on Peacock and WWE Network as well. So I I get it. I get it. There's more of a casual thing to tune in and let us know what you think of it. Give us the one to 10. Uh, A lot more developing. Let's talk about the women's, the NXT women's tag team match here. Um, You had Carter and Casey coming up here in the ranks. They have the really cool entrance. They have the, the bedazzled like light up gear and they walk through the crowd and it's a party. But then they get in there with toxic attraction. Uh, I liked this match, and I agree with you. Something happened at the end, uh, kind of like an interference, like punch me through the ropes, big German suplex finish. And it just kind of came off clunky. Besides that, though, a really, really strong match. Uh, and it felt like if they were going to keep these tag titles, toxic attraction, the three-person team there, uh, Gigi Jolin and JC Jane keeping these tag team titles that they weren't if they were going to lose those belts then maybe you thought later in the night Mandy Rhodes the leader of that three person faction was going to lose hers but once she kind of won don't you think that kind of makes it almost predictable when you have like the, <clears throat> the trio that has all of the women's titles yeah because I predicted the women I predicted the tag titles to change but not the not Mandy I, I didn't predict them to all lose them at once tonight or last mm-hmm. night um <clears throat> because well for one chance and carter are well long overdue to hold those belts um my only theory is the fact that maybe they're getting called up but i, I figured maybe the only chance would be maybe the tag t- titles are retained and mandy loses tonight and then they mm-hmm. get called up and they and they unify the women's tag team titles or something like that but obviously that didn't happen tonight um we'll get into the bandy match later but yeah that finish it just didn't seem like uh something that 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 just seemed like a tv finish that didn't feel like something to finish a title match on a on a pay-per-view okay it it was the the finish was really flat to me there i thought overall i thought the match was okay but i think it was the weakest match on the on the card of the night oh and i the thing is that's a sign of how strong the show was overall You know, because uh, I, I think wrestling, if you want wrestling, you got some great, pure, fundamental bell to bell stuff. There were some <clears throat> banger moves here, a lot of athleticism, a lot of people showing that they are spry and quick on this NXT roster. So if yeah, you enjoy and, that, you got plenty. Of <clears throat> yeah, Eddie makes a good point about Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade, but I think Roxanne's going to take the title off of Mandy. Uh, she's going to, I think she's going to beat Tiffany Stratton mm-hmm. on Tuesday. And I think she's going to dethrone Mandy. It'd be the one to dethrone Mandy. Though uh, I love the pair. I love the pair of what they're doing with her and Cora Jade lately, though. Uh, let's talk about this. This is the <clears throat> NXT North American Championship match. Cameron Grimes taking on to the, the moon. To the moon. Taking on the man who can't miss, but did miss when he lost this title <laughs> at Stand and Deliver. Though he lost it in a multi-man ladder match. Okay, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, t- Carmelo Hayes. Okay, Carmelo Anthony. Anthony. Carmelo Anthony, oh my God, he's Cameron Grimes uh, is is set to defend this title. Really cool entrance. I liked him kind of coming down in like a spaceship, coming down from the moon, from the moon. 
soon. I thought that was pretty neat. And they had a really, really strong match. I think Carmelo Hayes is one of the most bankable guys in terms of if you're gonna if you know he's gonna be in a one-on-one match, you know he's gonna yeah. have a fantastic performance. And mm-hmm. this is another case of that. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed this match. Surprised to see Carmelo Hayes get the belt back. Is this a sign that maybe Cameron Grimes getting that call up because he's been in NXT for a long time? They could. Uh, he could very well get called up here. I, I'm not sure what's going to happen on that, to be exact. But, um, you know, there's still stuff for him to be able to do in NXT as well. Uh, so it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what is next for Grimes uh, here. Um, I thought this was probably the match of the night. There's some just some cool moments um, like they did a like a freaking it was either a reverse Spanish fly or a, a Russian leg sweep, flipping Russian leg sweep off the second rope. That Ouch. Was, that looks nuts. That looks beautiful. Nuts. Uh, and also, I think Cameron can take – Cameron, I wouldn't say is a made guy, but he's a beloved figure enough where he could take the loss and deal with it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I want to show you something very cool that, uh, uh, that uh, Solo Sakai had um, – Who is not on this show. Big name. Not on this show. Look at that. Here we go. Here we go. Locked in. I got next. So here he is watching the end of the match. And uh, I thought this was just a sweet tweet of him just focusing on this match. He's not watching it from the, the standard 90 degree angle that all people oh, have mean, to watch matches at. You mean like I'm watching. Uh, there we go. I'm watching TV now. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was a very cool tweet from uh, Solo there uh uh who is gonna probably be the next cha- uh, challenger to carmelo hayes I-, I wonder how short this title reign is because i got you gotta think the clock is ticking to call up him and trick either as a tag team or 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 how they've been doing it in nxt but mm-hmm. god uh, you-, you gotta think that the time is ticking for hayes to get up to that main roster uh, shout out people uh, shout out if you're watching if you're watching for the first time I love when people tell us where they're watching from James is in Lake County Florida all right we got people checking us out from Louisville Kentucky Richmond Virginia and Fort Mojave Arizona where are you watching from where are you listening from hit us up on the Twitter machine at SK wrestling underscore love hearing from where people are checking out the show uh, let's keep running down the card like, like I said I didn't think anything on this show really um was underwhelming i thought most things delivered uh, yeah. and i think i think with nxt 2.0 there's a sense of it isn't like it was before so when it over delivers you kind of have some happiness with it and that is the case i want to say with my favorite match on the show i know i may be jumping ahead here in order um but i'm talking about the nxt tag team title match this would be pretty deadly. The studs coming over from the UK with their long hair and their half shirts and their standard pretty boy gorgeous style. But how, talk about the vignettes. How how played. great would the how great Go would ahead. those guys be for how great would those guys be for Max Du Pre? Perfect. Perfect. Give them all the pretty boys who can fight, right? The, That's what the, it is. The, the the maximum male models. These two are come on, man. Made for it. Made for it. So um so they come out, they get their, their big thing, but there's a pre-match vignette that kind of shows the timeline of the Casper brothers, now presented on WWE as the Creed brothers, so good. come from the Ohio collegiate wrestling scene. These guys are treated like big blue chip stars. Yeah. Their mom and dad are in the front row. If they don't win, they're out of the diamond mine. Yep. This was like big time presentation. And it may be predictable if they get all those things that they're going to win the match. I, I didn't care. think they were going to. I uh, thought they were going mean, to I thought they were going to lose and I said this in the in predictions. I said I said that they were going to lose because that would have been the better story. 
that uh, they get kicked out of Diamond Mind, but then they eventually flip Damon Kemp and obviously Ivy Niles on their side. So then they kind of flip and take over Diamond Mind and kick Roddy out. So I kind of thought that was the story going to, that was going to happen. I didn't expect them to win. Now that they won, I think they're going to eventually kick Roddy out and take over Diamond Mind. So I think that the story is just a different in a different way with the fact that the Creed's won the titles. And now they're going to say, we hold the titles. We are the bosses now. You're out uh love this match this was the best yeah. match on the show this was pound for pound the best match on the show uh better than the main event uh sorry yep. brian breaker and joe gacy you guys it put was. on a hell of a show but this was it these guys showed up and showed out and shout out to pretty deadly these guys played it was the antithesis it was the blue chip all american boys you know the bob backlands if they were brothers right you, you split bob backland into two different people they're the creed brothers and then you have them taking on these showboating guys who are doing all these nasty things right and breaking up pinfalls suplexes all over the place and then creed brother gets up at the top and he, he could have hit him with the belt, but as he looks over his mom and dad and they go, no, don't do it. Don't do <laughs> yeah. it. Don't do it. That's he listened great. to mom and dad. He did the right thing. And it didn't yeah. screw them. And it didn't screw them. You, you thought the... that was going to screw them, didn't yes. you? Yes. Yeah. And, and he got on the top row and he did a ridiculous shooting star press as a collegiate wrestler and won the titles with his legit brother. Some people think they're not legit brothers. They are legit brothers. I love this. It was simple. All the notes were written for them, and they hit the notes perfectly. Uh, this was really, really cool. That NXT crowd in Florida popped for it big. Loved it. Best match on the show. Easily, uh, easily best match on the show. Shout out to uh, Doc Mueller from uh, Bleacher Report. Uh, doing a little <laughs> callback here uh, with the Creeds and Pretty Deadly, uh, comparing it to the Steiners and the Heavenly Bodies. I thought yes. that was I thought that That's was a, a perfect great comparison. Yeah, perfect I thought that comparison. was a, I thought that was a great tweet there. Um, yeah. This was probably the second best match of the night. It it it, it could be one A and one B with Cameron and mm -hmm. Carmelo, but uh, man, I always love it when Brutus does the Brutus ball, the cannonball. Uh, this time he did it I, inside. That, the I ring. love that move too. That looks really cool. Normally he does it outside uh, to the outside off the top uh, turnbuckle, but he did it inside this time. Uh, I like, I've said it from day one. The Creeds have impressed me ever since I saw their debut. I knew they were going to be big. And I think today is or last night was elevating them into superstardom. There were so many people talking about Julius's shooting star press. There were so many people talking about what a great moment it was with their parents and the end of the match with the belt. And uh, man, I wonder, I wonder if uh, Pretty Deadly's, uh, I, they are perfect for Max do pre. There you go. But uh, God, do you call them up so quickly? Is but who knows? Who knows? I mean, it, the thing is, there's a lot of uh, upheaval in WWE's main roster right now. There are spots that are opening up, and I think we're talking about a Bray Wyatt. We're talking about all these different things. Like, there's no reason you can't do that with the mid card people. Yeah, so, Ma Max you know? said. Uh, Max said his first client will debut next week on SmackDown, so we'll see who the uh, the first client is under them. Mm -hmm. uh, so here we go. Anthony Minazzo asking uh, Kevin and Jeremy between Braun Breaker and Julius Creed, who is more athletic. It depends on what you're looking for in terms of athleticism and how you can showcase that in pro wrestling and what type of move set you can do. Braun has an incredible amount of strength. He actually showed off some leaping ability as well, doing some planches tonight. That's I, We've seen him do that once or twice before, but it always looks very impressive because he's so big. Yeah, um, We'll get to that as we get to the main event here in a second. I'm not, I'm not skipping over a match, am I? Am I skipping you over are. Women's title. Okay. 
We'll get to it. Uh, but so uh, I want to say that WWE and NXT has a lot of guys who are super impressive. And I think people are sort of sleeping on that because of just all of the stink on NXT 2.0, feeling so much smaller than Raw and SmackDown, not feeling as big as WWE, not winning the Wednesday Night Wars. That doesn't mean the show isn't on television every week and that these people don't have an opportunity to do big things with names like Shawn Michaels producing them. You know what I mean? I, I think writing the show off is so short-sighted. And that's a good thing about what this show proved is there's some really talented young talent there who have come into their characters, who can play their parts very, very well. I'm not saying it's better than, than it, you know, uh, NXT was in its in its prime in, as black and yellow. I'm saying this is the best version of 2.0 we've seen so far, and it's needed. It's really, really needed. And you knew they could <clears throat> turn the corner. And I and if this does turn the corner for them, and people look back at the show and say that's when it started to get good again, uh, I could see it. It could make sense. Or you know, you could just go back to um, this works, this doesn't. You know, the inconsistencies and stuff. WWE um, just tweeting out uh, another promotion for Rollins and and Cody. So. Don't worry about Cody not being on the pay-per-view tonight. Yeah, don't worry about that. Once again, we will be live tonight uh, after Hell in a Cell, after the Cell raises, after the final match. What will happen when the dust settles will be live here on Facebook, here on YouTube, Twitch, and you'll be able to get it on demand whenever you want on those same channels, and you'll be able to listen to it whenever you want on the podcast feed. So if you haven't done so, go ahead and subscribe. Thank you if you already have. I know we, we say that over and over again here. Let's get to the women's match here. Uh, I enjoyed what they're doing with Bandy Rhodes. She is a heel. You're not supposed to like heels. And I don't like her. And I wanted Wendy Chu with her uh, odd gimmick, which a lot of people think is too ridiculous. The other people love it because it is ridiculous. Uh, it's part of the reason why I like it. I did think there was a little bit too much Gaga, a lot of sketches and different things they filmed off-site, a lot of uh, early 90s WCW beach blast, bash at the beach, like gimmicks where they're you know turning up the tanning bed and all this got a lot of it you know mind you that lends itself to wendy chu but it's is it just too much or just too little this uh wendy chu is really playing this character very well of the sleepy time kind of kitty type character a variation of bailey if you will in early years uh i enjoy it mandy rose is the hot mean girl that's what she's going for that's what toxic attraction is right uh but they had a banger they were going overhead suplexes into the corner, you know, diving through the ropes, uh, beating each up up around the ring. Mandy Rhodes really coming into her form. The stuff that was sloppy was when they're punching each other on the ground. I I don't mind that. That looks that's okay. That's wrestling, yeah. right? And, and Mandy able to pull it out and still win this and win it clean, you know, win it fairly clean. Uh, but Wendy Chu there a couple times had her when she pulled down the straps on her. her, her Went Lawler on her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it I was think, it was um, interesting, man. I mean, I, and the crowd was behind Chu. They wanted her to win this title, oh, and she yeah. didn't. A lot of people are behind Chu, especially on the internet and everything. Everybody loves her. Uh, great character, and of course, a uh, great wrestler. I mean, if you don't know her, that was that's Karen Q from Ring of Honor. So, mm -hmm. uh, very talented wrestler. So it ain't no surprise that it, 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 it's no surprise that she put on a good match. But it, it it just goes to show you the improvement of Mandy Rose. This is why she was sent back down to NXT to kind of refine herself. And look what she's done. She's become a champion for over 200 days and consistently <clears throat> improving in the ring. And it showed right here with a tremendous match that not many people probably were expecting to be a good match. And uh, Mandy dominated it early. And Wendy got a, a, a the babyface comeback. And, and it was uh, turned out to be a lot better match than anticipated. 
Stephen Chambers, uh, you you hit something there, Jeremy. You're right. It, the whole show was better than intended, right? Or oh, at yeah. least expected. Yeah. Expected. The intention yeah. is always to put on a great. Well, show, I right? mean, I mean, you know, this wasn't a bad card, to be honest with you. No. Um. So there wasn't. But really... there's just that stink on NXT. It's just another yeah. WWE show. There wasn't. It's not Raw. It's not SmackDown. Right? Yeah. There wasn't. This, there was it was not a bad card so it no. wasn't one of those like wwe's main roster pay-per-view sometimes you're like oh god the build of this has been crap but then they mm -hmm. put on a good show it wasn't even like this at all the build was actually good like the the tony d and 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 uh, legato stuff was great that they've been that's probably the best stuff they've been doing on nxt right now uh you know the windy chew stuff while it's sophomoric it was the, the the contract signing was great the the spitball the the dive through the table that was that whole thing was actually good that was probably the best thing they've done oh we'll talk about a table spot we gotta, yeah, we gotta talk about that table spot which yeah is oh boy yeah we, we gotta talk, talk about that we'll talk about that in a little bit but uh, i want to get then, to this with steven you, chambers though go ahead and then and then you look at of course the tag titles there's been that two-month build when pretty deadly destroyed the diamond mine locker room and of course obviously uh caden and, and katana and feuding with uh toxic attraction everything this was a great a great build that led to a great pay-per-view so i don't know if it's going to lead to ratings so to speak because the ratings have been just terrible for nxt lately but maybe this does rebound nxt i don't know but it was a you know like i said it it, it outperformed what we were expecting true uh steven chambers does anyone uh, don't see anyone beating mandy for a while no, who, I could, do. who could come i mean they have the nxt breakout tournament they're gonna have someone get a shot out of that yeah. obviously i think roxanne's gonna beat her I think I think Rock I think Roxanne, formerly known as Roxy in, in Ring of Honor, is uh, like one of those people you just see something. You see something very, very special in it. She has that mighty mouse vibe that WWE mm. likes to get behind in small. She hasn't figures. had a bad performance in her no. short time of NXT. Uh no. and that's why they're and I don't know if she was the original winner of the breakout. I predicted her to win. Even over Nikita Lyons when she was in the tournament, I predicted oh. Roxanne to win. Also, she's the exception when everyone says, Oh, WWE's not trying to get wrestlers hired into the performance center. She was a former Ring of Honor world champion. You know, I True. mean, you, it, she's also I mean, 20. She's also 20. And 20, she's 20. So, yeah. She's 20. It's a little different. They want it's a little different. It's, yeah. it's not, no, we don't want wrestlers. It's not no, like she's been youth. wrestling for 15 years. So. No, but she's very good and she's been wrestling for a little yeah. while. So, I mean, yeah. you can do you can do both here. Uh, so, I would say, yeah, I'm going with Roxanne Perez. I think she's the next person. Yeah, she's going to be, I, at first I thought it'd be Cora Jade, but I think they've kind of cooled off on her for now. So, I think, uh, I think Roxanne's going to be the one to take it from her. And yeah, she made her debut in 2018. So, uh, coming up on four years, she's been in the business. There you go. There you go. Uh, so let's let's get into this main event: WWE NXT Championship Braun Breaker in the steinerized gear of his uncles from WrestleMania Nine, taking yeah. the That's manipulating cool. mind games of Joe Gacy. The caveat added to this match with all of the uh, hooded goons at ringside uh, in Joe Gacy's corner that he cannot get disqualified because he's been losing his cool. <clears throat> Those grizzled, goon, cool. those, those grizzled goons, those young yes. veteran groons. You think it was, yeah, everyone thinks it's the, uh, the GYV, yeah. Uh, so anyway, they're in that role of playing hooded goons. You can't see in their burgundy cloaks. And if Braun Breaker gets disqualified, he would lose the championship. We've seen this. Hot head. He's a hot head. Got to keep it cool. Uh, and so keep it basically, cool, keep it cool, sucker. Uh, and I've never seen a steel chair get more work without actually hitting anyone <laughs> in the match because that, that's what happened in this match. You got the Eddie spot. Got the Eddie spot. 
they did the Eddie Guerrero spot where the referee's back is turned and, uh, you know, Joe Gacy uh, hit, like smacks the chair in the ring and just takes the fake bump. And then he tries to blame him. And the referee comes out and all these different things. And you have, you have Braun Breaker diving over the top rope. What, what was that? That was crazy. Uh, another move where uh, he spears Joe Gacy off of the apron onto awesome. a table. But the break is not clean. Joe hits the edge of the table. Then the table breaks. It looked nasty. That is a bad, bad landing. I don't know if you guys notice it. When a table doesn't break clean, a lot more of the impact is on the performer. And then when you take the edge of the table, that's the hardest place to take it. That isn't to say that Joe wasn't safe with himself. It's just that's a hard bump to take off of the apron onto a table. It's the hardest way to take a bump in any way on the outside of the ring is to go from the apron down because you don't have full, you're not articulating your body uh, correctly for it. Uh, So it's very, very hard to do it. Joe Gacy did a great, a lot of great work in this. Yeah. Uh, Braun Breaker able to uh, outlast another attack by those hooded goons, hits them with the chair instead of Joe Gacy so he would not get disqualified and then puts him up for his big finisher. Oh, man. victorious. Man. Braun Breaker uh, wins this match here. What's going on? That finish when Gacy's doing the handspring and 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 Breaker spears him. That was one of the best effing spears I've seen leading into the jackhammer. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, you know, this is one of those. This is the but this is so weird because the main event to me was the worst build of them all because they have. I don't know what they're doing with Joe Gacy, but I'm not liking it. I love Joe Gacy since day one. I've, I've got that on tape. Mm-hmm. they have been trying to turn him into Bray Wyatt light the past month. And I don't like, you're not it. the I only don't... one. Brenda's asking why, why is Gacy yeah. acting like Bray Wyatt sometimes? I, I don't, the, this second, the build to the second match has not been good because it's just, I, what they've, what worked with Gacy, they're going away from and just going into this weird undertaker Bray Wyatt thing. And I, I it just does not work with me. Hopefully they go back to what they had with Gacy because it's, a lot better mm-hmm. but great match though i thought it was a tremendous match obviously gacy and breaker both very good competitors so you knew that you're going to get a a good main event oddly enough it's like bronze only 15th 16th match which is insane but to put on uh, uh this was this felt like a main event and it and it played out like one and and i really enjoyed it uh, I enjoyed it as well. I still think the men's tag team match with the Creed brothers winning the belts uh, was very eventful and fun and emotional. Yeah. And now they're, they're baby faces you can get behind. They're like two yeah. little Bob Backlund's, two little Kurt White, uh, Kurt Angles. Yeah, I would, um, I would, I would rank Carmelo one a. I would make the, or make the tag team match one b, and and I'd probably put Breaker and uh, Gacy at at number three, followed by the six man. And uh, well, I don't know. I, I, six man and Mandy and Wendy are kind of a tie, and then the women's tag match was last for me. But yeah, I think the main event was a solid third, or or uh, even could be even second. But I, I think the tag match did beat that though. I'll handle this comment here from Marcus Allen. The WWE doesn't want anyone with wrestling experience as they teach their newcomers their brand of sports entertainment. They also have the opportunity to release those performances and claim it's because of money. Uh, Marcus, that's a surface-level observation because that isn't true. That isn't true, especially when you look at NXT and there's so many people there in high-ranking positions. You look at all of the main events tonight. They all had people with wrestling experience in it 
pre-WWE. Joe Gacy has been around professional wrestling for a very, very long time. Wendy Chu has been around pro wrestling for a Larry Chong. Mandy Rose has been in the WWE program for how many years now? You know what I mean? So uh, that simply isn't true. With Some of it that, is true. Some of it, some is, of it is true in the sense of like that they... Some yeah. of it's true with the new people they're hiring. They're yes. going with nil with college athletes because, yeah, yes. they can they can uh, they don't have to unlearn other things that they've done. So they're going that route with uh, but obviously the people now that they have and had. That's a different story. But what they're going with with the future, you are partially correct, Marcus. <clears throat> um, but also the idea that they want to teach them their brand of sports entertainment. Yes, it's their company. You have to perform for their company with the way the the big thing I hear from people that perform in WWE or have done some performances in WWE, and this is from me working in independent wrestling, is performing for them. You have to perform for their system. With the promotion I'm with, AAW, there's things we need out of the people that are contracted to do our shows because we need that for our show that they will not do somewhere else at another independent promotion. We yeah. need a promo for this and we need a promo for that. And we need this before the match and all these different things and other promotions. Maybe don't do that or they do more of that or they do it a different way. Every show has a different uh, a way it wants to articulate its story. And the way WWE does it is the reason you talk about WWE because that's the way they want to present stuff, framing things to hard camp, you know, positioning yourself for a promo, selling certain things with your face, being able to make sure you hit a certain cue so that it's shot a certain way. All of those things matter. And it isn't that, oh, WWE is going to let them go because of money. That's a whole other thing. That's just blind negativity that isn't me saying wwe doesn't do things that are unfair to people absolutely they do yeah. uh, but it's just a, kind of a surface level observation here uh i want to get to some of this stuff here before uh anthony manazzo following up with us thank you so much anthony uh, i don't think they're trying to turn joe gacy into Bray Wyatt because when i look at joe's character he reminds me more of uh david koresh or charlie manson it's like cult leader yeah, so the thing is like bray was a cult leader too so i yeah. get it it just they need mind game type characters because you can write really good stories for those type of characters. And, and he reminds it kind of reminds me of of a uh, 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 whale and mercy, which also early Bray Wyatt was mm -hmm. really a uh, comparison to whale uh, to uh, whale and mercy as well. A great character, uh, Dan Spivey, that really the character I think was ahead of its time and should have had had more of a chance than it did in the WWE. If you get a chance, go back and look at some of uh, the promos and some of the matches of, of uh, Whale and Mercy. It's actually some brilliant stuff. Uh, so tonight after Hell in a Cell, we will be live. Make sure you turn those notifications on. That video is already ready to go. So you can just go right over to our YouTube. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and join the more than 30,000 fans that have where we produce hours and hours of content every single week. Go ahead and do that. We'll be live right after the final bell. When the cell raises, we'll be going live. You can join us as well. I'll be live from Chicago getting you some cool stuff on our socials. So definitely go check that out. Um, uh, it says... Uh, da, 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 I've heard this. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're hearing some mixed results here about Cody Rhodes. Is the match off? Is the match on? No, Cody thing, as just far tweet, as we know, Cody, as far, Cody tweeted an hour ago. Yeah. The match is on. fine. Yeah. yeah. Match is on. So as far as we know, the match is still on. So I know some people are talking about uh, a potential injury to Cody Rhodes that could prevent the match from happening tonight. Yes, he was pulled from a main event uh, last night in Champaign, Illinois, uh, but still did still physically appear on the show and ran Rollins out of the ring. So that's happening. That's the update. He is still expecting me on the show. Does this mean Bray Wyatt is showing up tonight? No, that's just a rumor mill. Okay. Rumors aren't news just yet, folks, though. We will talk about it. I, and we'll know, be I'm, live. Not gonna, I'm not going to hold Go my ahead. breath on it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you're not, you're, you're until it happens. It doesn't happen, right? Yeah. I'm not holding my breath. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Until it happens, it doesn't happen. But what a way it would be. Wouldn't it be something special? Wouldn't it be something special? And we'll get into it. We'll be there live with everything that's going on here. So please keep it locked here to Sports Key to Wrestling on YouTube, on Twitch, on Facebook, on your podcast feed. You can also get us on your app too as well. Go get the Sports Key to app. It's available on Apple and in the Google Store as well. I'm Kev Callum. You can follow me on the Twitter machine. I'll be live from the Allstate Arena tonight. And because you can follow at JB Huskers. We'll be live during the show. Keep an eye on those tweets. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what, young Jeremy? Enjoy wrestling. Subscribe to our Twitch by searching yeah. Sports Keto Wrestling. Yeah. Join on this channel after yeah. Hell in a Cell because... We are going to come at you. Yeah. Do. Pre. Pre.